This is Caitlin, your host of the No Sleep for Dramas podcast, where we get no sleep and survive on coffee to watch just one more episode at night. Welcome to the first ever episode of the No Sleep for Dramas podcast. I cannot believe I said that sentence out loud. Um, If you talked me into doing this podcast, thank you. As you may know, especially if you're the ones that convinced me to finally start a podcast, um, I thought I would never have a podcast. I thought I would never do one. I was content with writing my blog and I was content with guesting on other people's podcasts. But I've been writing the blog now for four, five years, four years. It was 2020 when I started. So it will be four years at the like August of 2024. That will be the start of the fifth year, I think. I've been writing that blog for a while. I love it. I love writing blogs. Um, as the years gone by, though, I've met a ton of people and I've met a community of podcasters who are all supportive of each other, including myself. And basically, they've worn me down and I've finally started my own podcast. <laughs> um, so for people who don't know me, my name is Caitlin. I am now your host for the No Sleep for Dramas podcast. I'm also the blogger for nosleepfordramas.com. And I am an avid Asian drama watcher. I have been watching dramas for over 15 years. And now I'm going to explain like what you are going to be hearing in this episode. This is an intro episode. So as I just introduced myself, we can cross that off the list. Uh, we will be talking about my history of watching dramas. We will be talking about a little history of the creation of my blog and how we became an Asian drama content creator in general. Uh, and then how this podcast came into being. And then we'll go into more about me, like my likes, my dislikes, and also what you can expect from this podcast. Feel free to leave a comment on any of my socials when these episodes go live or comment on this episode. I love talking dramas with people and I would love to hear your thoughts on or and your feedback on this first episode or episodes to come because I hope to be doing this a long time. <laughs> so um, my history for watching dramas. Yes, it was over 15 years ago I started watching Asian dramas. I was in that era where you found episodes of Korean dramas specifically uh, split up into bajillion clips on YouTube all in a playlist and you could watch them clip by clip by clip and watch the entire episode. So I was bored one day and I found Boys Over Flowers in that format and I watched the entire drama in that format. It was like five minute clips, maybe 10 minute clips or something. So I, that, that, that was me discovering, sorry, my cat's coming in. Yes, I have a cat, but that was me discovering Asian dramas. I found Boys Over Flowers in a bajillion clips on YouTube. So I only watched Korean dramas for a good five years. And then I got, watched my first Chinese drama, which was Memory Lost. It's a wacky crime drama. 
I have a lot of nostalgia when I still watch it. Um, and then I started watching Thai dramas, Japanese dramas, Taiwanese dramas, all the dramas. I even got into daily Korean dramas, which are like the 100 plus episode Monday through Friday dramas. I finally started watching those as well. So currently I watch everything. Um, with, I primarily love crime dramas or mokjong or crazier the drama the better. But I do love a good romance too. And I do love a good thriller and all that stuff. Slice of Life is really kind of the only genre I kind of like and I kind of like I like dislike, depending on what I'm watching. Same with medical. I don't watch a lot of medical, but I try all of them. I like I I do have found some medical dramas and some slice of life dramas that I love. So my motto is I will try everything once. But I also have been watching dramas for many years, and I know from trailers and stuff at this point that I should not click play on something if I know I'm going to drop it or know I'm not going to like it. So I still watch a variety of stuff, and I enjoy a variety of stuff. You just never really know what's on my watch list. <laughs> so that's a little history of my discovery of dramas, watching dramas, the history of my blog now. My blog was created in 2020. It was a pandemic project. Um, I remember I was in a Twitter chat of another blog. This blog hosted a monthly Twitter chat. And one of the questions was, name a podcast or blog or people you follow to read or listen to about Asian dramas and multiple people named me and I'm like why do you guys name me like I don't have a blog I don't have a podcast I don't have anything that you could get information from other than this Twitter account that I had and that whole conversation had people reach out to me who already had their own YouTube channels K3, thank you very much. Um, if you guys don't know, the K3 is a YouTube channel that talk about Korean dramas. I used to have a blog on their website. And they reached out to me in 2020 and they were like, hey, we have a blog that no one's writing. Would you want would you be interested in doing the Korean blog for us? And I was like, sure, why not? I have nothing to do. I love writing. So I did that for multiple months, and then I decided to start No Sleep for Dramas to talk about all the other dramas I was watching that were not Korean. So that is how No Sleep for Dramas came about, and I have now been working on that blog for four plus years now. Um, I think, the as I said, the fifth year will start in August, and I love it. I don't think I will stop blogging. But how this podcast came about, uh, 2024 was coming up, and I basically was like, I want to do something more than just blog, but I don't really know what. So originally, my plan was to start a Twitch channel and kind of do like a talk show about dramas where people can come in and it's a live show, so people would have running chats on the 
on the Twitch channel and I would respond to them. And that might still happen. I still haven't figured out how I'm going to do that. But I was talking to multiple people on social media and they were all like, why don't you start a podcast? Like, you know, multiple people want you to start a podcast. We think you'll be great at it. And due to these wonderful people, <laughs> um, I finally caved and here we are. I'm recording my first episode. So shout out to K-Drama Musings, The Swoon Diaries, Daybok Podcast, and Tea and Soju Podcast. That's Daybok K-Rambles, if you want to be specific. All of those are great Asian drama podcasts. I've guested on all of them. And they all kind of wore me down and basically made me decide to start this podcast. <laughs> so that is how this podcast came into being. You can find all of those podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I have guest episodes, I think, on most of their podcasts, if not all. I don't remember if I have them on all of them, but they're all great. If you want to go listen to them, I highly recommend. But that's kind of how this podcast came into being. Um, people just were like, you want to do it, you want to do more, you would be great at it. And people would listen to it. So here we are. <laughs> and honestly, now that I'm recording the first episode, I'm happy they did wear me down and I'm happy they did convince me. It's funny because we have I have multiple chats with these people, these wonderful people on Instagram. And it was like a span of 24 hours where I'm like, guess what I'm doing? And I told them about my Twitch idea. And then I started like thinking about other stuff. And then I was like, should I do a podcast? And they all have all of these chats are full of videos like not videos of like voice recordings of myself talking with myself, convincing myself to start this podcast. <laughs> so I kind of use them as a sounding board and sort of convince myself, but then they also convinced me by their response to this stream of consciousness I sent them in all of these voice messages. <laughs> so thank you to everybody who had to listen to my rant and voice messages about my dilemma of starting a podcast because you guys really were instrumental on <laughs> getting me to click record on this first episode. So speaking of myself, uh, as I stated earlier in this episode, I love crime dramas. I love thriller dramas. So I'm always watching those types of dramas. I'm also always watching a mahjong or I tend to be watching like a crazy mahjong most of the time or like cheating scandal dramas all the time. But I also do love a good romance drama. I also do love a good like family found family family drama too it just depends like i wouldn't say i'm a mood watcher but i sort of am it really it really just depends on what i want to click play on but i try to watch a variety of things both for myself because i have found that if i'm watching too much of one drama like genre 
I get bored of that genre and I we don't want that to happen. We want do want to continue watching all the genres. But I also have found myself that like when I get bored of something, I don't watch it anymore. So I might watch a ton of crime dramas and then maybe I'll get bored of the crime genre and I'll switch to something else, maybe only watching one crime drama and then watching a ton of romance or something. I don't know. So I tend to try and do a variety of stuff. But at the same time, variety is good for you guys too because I try to make a point that do with the variety that I'm watching at all times, I try to watch stuff that people, other people might not have heard of, might not have seen, might not be watching, because we all know there's so many Asian dramas all the time. You have to pick and choose your battles here. <laughs> at least I've learned over the, over the course of my drama watching. I can't watch 17 dramas anymore at one time. I have to pick and choose, and then maybe go back to another drama that I skipped earlier in the year. So I tend to try and only watch eight to 10 dramas at a time because I can't binge. I, I do not do well binging one drama at a time. So I kind of hop around. But I try to give that variety so you guys as listeners or readers of my blog will have a variety to choose from if you're looking for a new drama. So that's kind of the plan with the podcast, really. I do like a variety of stuff, so I plan to present to you in a podcast and as well as my blog the variety that I plan to watch or I am watching. Um... I'm not planning on shutting down the blog at all. I plan on writing stuff. So really this podcast is going to work in two ways. One, it's a expansion of what is already on the blog. So for example, I do a what am I currently watching blog post that will be a, a podcast episode. Or what did I watch in the last month and what am I looking forward to in the month coming up that was a blog post it will now be a podcast episode so you'll kind of be able to read along with my podcast episode or you can just listen to it and not go to the blog or vice versa whatever so but at the same time my podcast episodes like, for example, I feel like last year in 2023 and one of my goals for 2024 is to do more drama reviews. I feel like last year I didn't do a lot of drama reviews on the blog because it takes time. Like, it takes time to get my thoughts together to write the blog posts and do that type of stuff. So I figured maybe on the podcast I can do more reviews and maybe not have to write all of them out on the blog. Maybe I'll write one here and then do the other drama that I finished in that same week as a podcast episode. Kind of divvy up the work, you know. But that allows me to do more drama reviews that I in the past year, at least, I haven't feel like I have not done as many drama reviews as I would have liked. Um, also, one thing with a blog, too, 
and I've learned this because I've done it myself. I love guesting on other people's podcasts. I love being a guest. I love talking with people. And with a blog, you kind of throw all of the stuff you like into the internet and hope that somebody responds back or comments or tell messages me on a social media and kind of is like, hey, I loved your review of this. Or, hey, I loved your blog post series on this or blah, blah, blah. And I liked being a guest on somebody's podcast episode because I got that reaction like right away from the host, you know? So eventually I would love to be like have guests on this podcast as well. Um, currently I'm planning on only doing myself because I need to get the hang of this and be comfortable enough <laughs> with recording. Um, but I do plan on having guests, especially because I've been a guest on other people's podcasts for so many times. I kind of feel like I need to return the flavor. So um, down the line, expect guests. Um, if you have been a longtime reader of my blog and you want something as a podcast episode, you can always comment and let me know. And I might, I don't know, I might try something new. I might do some comparison stuff because I have ideas for the blog I just have never done. Like, for example, I love the Korean drama Signal, and I actually have never seen the Japanese drama Signal. And I would love to watch both of them and then do a comparison. So maybe that's a podcast episode. Or I'll do like a one-off podcast episode. But you will always get the end of the month podcast episode of what I watched in that month and what I plan to watch. And you will also get what am I currently watching as well as a podcast episode. So look forward to those. I also have not figured out the schedule for my episodes yet. I don't, I haven't decided if I'm going to do one a week or one every other week. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes again, because I'm still going to be writing for the blog. I don't want to overwhelm myself. <laughs> but granted, I think talking into the mic, I might be become more comfortable with it. I mean, I have to an extent because I've, again, guested on other people's podcasts, but it all depends on the process. I have to decide how many I'm going to put out whether it's every other week or weekly, but let's be honest, it probably will be weekly because I know myself. <laughs> I mow myself enough that it probably will be weekly, but it will definitely at least be every other week, if not weekly, but we'll have to decide on that. Um, What else can I talk about on the intro? Let's see. Some of my favorite dramas i'll do that some of my favorite dramas from we'll do every country so the korean dramas i love is stranger or what was the other name of it it was stranger was 2017 i want to say yes 2017 also known as secret forest that is one of my favorite Korean dramas. 
I loved Misty until the very end. I will say that right now. Um, voice season one, only season one. Um, a romance I loved was recent. Let's say recent romance. Recent romance, Tale of Nokdu. I love Tale of Nokdu. Um, what are some other recent ones? Flower of Evils, a good recent Korean drama. Player, Beyond Evil. As you can see, I have a... I watch a lot of crime dramas. I mean, a lot of my favorites are crime dramas. <laughs> um, in terms of Chinese dramas, as I said, my first ever Chinese drama was Memory Lost, and that is a crime drama. It's a pretty wacky crime drama, but nostalgia and all. I mean, that was in 2016, I think. So I must have watched that in 2016, 2017. I don't even know. But some of my other favorite uh, Chinese dramas are One and Only. That was a 2021 drama. Murderous Affair in Horizon Tower. The Lost Tomb series. Roommate is, my Roommate is a Detective. Under the Power. Of course, 10 Miles of Peach, Peach Blossoms. Made of Homes. Reset. I mean, I, I have a ton of Chinese dramas I love. Let's see. Japanese dramas. I love Erased. That's on Netflix. It's a crime drama. I love the... What was the popular one in like 2019, 2020? Oh, Hey Sensei, Don't You Know. I love that Japanese drama. Um, a recent one from like 2022 is he's expecting that was a fun one. And then of course, Alice in Borderland. I, I love Alice in Borderland. Let's see. Taiwanese dramas. I actually have watched less Taiwanese dramas than other countries, but my first Taiwanese drama was someone like you. Uh, which from 2015, I adore that, even though it's probably <laughs> older. I mean, it's obviously older. It's made in 2015, but um, I don't know. I haven't watched it recently, so I don't know if it has st stood the test of time. Um, but I adore that drama. Um, recently, though, Before We Get Married was a very crazy Mokjong Taiwanese drama, and I absolutely loved it. Green Door, that's on Netflix. Ghost Bride on Netflix, The Victim's Game on Netflix. Um, oh, a recent 2023 Taiwanese drama, which is probably one of the best Taiwanese dramas I've ever watched, was Oh No, Here Comes Trouble. Highly recommend that drama if you can find it. It's on IGE. Um, let's see. Thai dramas. I have not watched a ton of Thai dramas. I will say that now. That was my last country I started watching, and that was only like 2020, 2019, I want to say. But my first Thai drama was Until We Meet Again, I think. I might have watched like a BL before that, but Until We Meet Again is probably one of my favorite Thai dramas. Um, my first Lockhorn, though, which I watched in 2021, um, was The Last Promise. It's on YouTube. I absolutely love it. I love Tor. He's one of my favorite Thai actors, so I will watch him in anything. 
Midnight Museum from 2023. Yeah, 2023 was really good between us because it was a spinoff of Until We Meet Again was really good. I mean, I might be a little biased with that because, you know, they were my favorite couple and Until We Meet Again and it was their spinoff and their drama. So I might be a little biased with that a little bit. But yeah, with Thai dramas, I haven't watched as many as others. I think the countries I watched the most from were Korean and China, I want to say. Yeah, I, I, can, I can safely say that. Because the other ones I kind of... Like Japanese, it was so hard to find them for the longest time. And then they recently have started coming more to streaming sites and stuff. And then... Thai dramas, I honestly just didn't know where to find them until I found that they were on YouTube. <laughs> so that was one thing. And the Taiwanese, I think I just... I just didn't click play on them a lot. I, I don't know why. I honestly don't know why I don't watch more Taiwanese dramas. I should, because I like all of them that I've watched. Um, But yeah, that's kind of a little intro to the podcast. A little intro about me. A little intro of what I plan to do for this podcast and the future of this podcast. But if you have any suggestions that you want to see on the podcast, I would greatly appreciate you messaging any of my socials or maybe even leaving a comment somewhere. And yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's about all I have to say on introducing myself. <laughs> I'm really glad I actually started recording this podcast and I really hope this grows into something that you and I can both appreciate and we can use this as another channel to communicate and talk about our love for Asian dramas because God knows we don't have enough already and we can always use one more. So thank you very much. If you want to continue the conversations about dramas that were started in this episode, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter under the username No Sleep for Dramas. That is No Sleep, the number four dramas, just like in the title of the podcast. This podcast is also an expansion of my blog, so you can visit my blog at www.nosleepfordramas.com, the number four dramas. Dot com and find multiple years of blog posts already available at your fingertips. All links are in the description of this episode. This has been an episode of the No Sleep for Dramas podcast, and I am your host, Caitlin. I will see you here next time, and I hope you get no sleep chasing the next episode just like me. Good night. <laughs>